Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Dr. Rajanand is a retired cardiology specialist with over 60 years experience in the medical field. Yes, you heard that right. He is 87 years old. Raj is also a healthcare author focused on equipping readers to make the right decisions regarding their health. His latest book, Healthy Diet and Mindfulness to Prevent Coronary Heart Diseases, educates readers on how to make healthy choices to avoid disease. Tune in to listen to his wisdom and feel his love as he shares his life story. Our interview will continue after messages from our sponsors. Have you been wanting to launch your podcast and just haven't found the right resources? I launched Master Leadership Podcast in 2016 and it now ranks in top 1% globally. I've gathered all I've learned and created Master Your Podcast in a Weekend course on Master Your Swag app so that you have everything you need to share your voice with the world, minus those excuses. So download Master Your Swag app on Google or Apple platforms to access the Master Your Podcast course and launch your podcast this weekend. Welcome, Dr. Rajanand. How are you? I am fine. Thank you, Lily. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here with you. We're excited to have you. Are you ready to pour into our listeners? I am ready. All right. So, Raj, tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. I have been a professor of cardiovascular diseases at University of Massachusetts Medical School for 41 years. I invented a thermoelectric angioplasty catheter. I wrote a textbook on how to read EKGs quickly and properly. I also wrote a book about what I went through, the Holocaust in Pakistan in 1947. And a copy of that is stored in the Library of Congress in Washington and the National Libraries of Canada. England, France, Germany, Italy, Switzerland, Austria, and Australia. And most recently, I wrote this book, Healthy Diet and Mindfulness to Prevent Coronary Heart Disease, which is available at Amazon. So this is what I have been doing. And I love uh, the profession. I have always loved it. Wow. I have enjoyed my 41 years. Now I'm retired. To be a cardiology specialist for over 60 years is no easy feat. 
I've been looking at the field of healthcare. I've been looking at leadership in the field of healthcare. And most doctors operate on a different framework where it's more about treating the patient. You're here talking about prevention. You just wrote this book recently, your latest book, Healthy Diet and Mindfulness to Prevent Coronary Heart Disease. Most medical doctors don't go there. You're paving the way here. What's going on? Yes. Uh, First of all, coronary heart disease is the number one killer in the entire world. And that is important to know. And that is what prompted me to do something. I wanted to play my role in it. Then I was reading about the healthy lifestyle uh, because that is the one that can prevent and reduce it significantly. And then when I came across the books, in healthy lifestyle, you need healthy diet, you need regular exercise, you need stress reduction. There's plenty of stress these days. You need socializing, you need adequate sleep, and once a year, physical checkup. That right. is what is necessary to lead healthy lifestyle. Otherwise, chances of coronary heart disease go up. And then I was surprised to find out, number one, that all the books that have been written about healthy diet, they tell you eat this, eat that, don't eat that, but nobody specifically tells you what is good for you as an individual. For example, if you go to supermarket, you want to buy bread and there are 15 different kinds of breads, well, you have to know what is good for you. And if you want to buy oil, then which oil you should avoid and why? Then people go to restaurant every day and they never tell the server to make sure to remove seeds from tomatoes in the salad. Yes, you are absolutely right. I learned that recently. And you travel and then you have to make choices yourself for the healthy food. So this book is a holistic approach to prepare the readers to be able to choose healthy food for themselves. So that was one reason behind this book. And secondly, there are nine eventually catastrophic diseases The basic cause of those nine diseases is low-grade chronic inflammation in the body. So if we can reduce that significantly, then these nine diseases can be cut down significantly, if not eliminated. And they are high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, Alzheimer's disease, dementia, cancer, leaky gut syndrome, diabetes, and arthritis. And I had been diagnosed arthritis of my thumb, both sides, they were swollen, I could not sleep. I went on this diet. I tried it on myself for three years before I decided to write about it. And I have, you can see, no arthritis. I can fully flex the fingers and make a fist. And there is plenty of stress these days. And stress is one of the reasons that can cause that inflammation and lead to these nine diseases. My wife, unfortunately, 
three years ago, died of cancer very quickly within 13 days of diagnosis. And I thought I should play my part. And this book that I have written is available at Amazon and all the proceeds go directly from Amazon to Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. I don't get any penny. Uh, it's in a loving memory of my wife. Oh my goodness. Our third reason for this book is my wife encouraged me repeatedly to write this book. And when she died, I had written only four pages and then went on to complete it. And those are the three reasons why I decided to write this book. Thank you for honoring us with the story of your wife. You're an amazing person. I love that you're showing not just your love for your wife, but your love for humanity, because you've learned something so deep that I'm assuming was not taught in medical school. Were you taught nutrition in medical school? I actually was interested myself, and I did some research here and there, and finally I decided I should do something. I read two books. One was by Dean Ornish from California. Another one was Caldwell Assistine from Cleveland Clinic. was very impressed with their work. So I said, all right, now I should do something. And I designed on this diet, first experimented on myself for three years. And I found the beauty of this is that this is not dependent upon the calories. You can eat as much as you want to your satisfaction without overeating. The overeating is when after you finish, you feel uncomfortable in the stomach. And under eating is if you are hungry within an hour after this. So that way you can adjust and your body will decide what is your ideal weight and you will start reducing weight. And when you achieve that weight, then it stabilizes. And this is the only diet which has been scientifically proven, also according to Dean Arnish and Caldwell Esselstyn, which really works and reduces the weight without limiting calories. I honor you and I appreciate that you're bringing this to us. You know, typically traditional medicine doesn't include nutrition. I love that you're bringing this up. And as leaders, one of the areas where we need to lead ourselves well is in our health, our physical health. Sometimes we get so caught up in our organizations or in the task that we need to lead in that we forget to take care of us. So this is really great work. And I thank you. You know this, right? One of the things is knowing that we need to do things. And another thing is actually doing it. So behaviors. So what are some behaviors that everyone should know, which are critical for being healthy long-term and aging well, like you are? Thank you so much. One thing is very important, and that is start with stress reduction, along with a healthy diet and regular exercise. Now, stress reduction, I got involved in it about two years ago, and it is in my book. There is a full chapter on stress reduction. It tells you the technique of mindfulness practice. And that has been shown at MIT and Oxford University in London, that if you practice this regularly, it leads to 
actual physical changes in your brain Love and it. that is the one that helps you retain your memory stay young and avoid all these diseases and i am determined to play my role to control cancer i love who you are in this world raj and what you're doing and we're honored to have you on our program now do you have a website yes it's called raj k one word r a j k a n a n d rajkiana.com and on my website at home page there is something about me about my wife then there is podcast and there is a card if you go there you can connect yourself directly with amazon and review my book and after that if you decide to buy you can order right on that site directly to amazon and the money's will go directly from amazon to dana farber cancer institute without my knowledge i'm so impressed you are how old are you if you don't mind me asking my 87th birthday is in september all right so you're 87 years old you were able to get on zoom you were able to go through all the little technology quirks that we were experiencing not only that you're marketing well my friend <laughs> <laughs> thank you and to add a little to it i exercise one and a half hour each day six days a week and i do yoga i do tai chi i do interval practice on the bicycle and that method uh, really strengthens uh, quite a bit and then walking i do 30 western exercises on top of that and i complete about 51 exercises in 3 days and then again repeat them 3 days and then there are some weights involved also for building the heart muscles with all due respect you're pretty badass that's awesome love it now raj as a lifelong learner what are you learning right now every day is a learning day actually i find out that here where i'm living at senior living after my wife's death a year ago a year and a half actually i moved here they requested that i teach meditation so three times a week monday thursday and friday for one hour i teach meditation and tuesday wednesdays i do myself on zoom with other groups uh, i learn every time something new i love it wow you are a busy man as a matter of fact i have already started my next book which will be aging slowly Love it. You are aging slowly and you're aging well, my friend. We need you around. I would recommend everyone go to internet and type five blue zones. That will show them the five zones, one being in Japan, Okinawa, one in Italy, one in Greece, one island in Costa Rica, and then Lomelinda in California. where there's a large population of people living over 100 years old and they are active and their memories are intact i read all of that in detail and people can get knowledge there also and i have tried my best to follow that and i think that will help also that's my message to everyone where are you calling from i am calling from massachusetts okay. uh, 45 miles west of boston 
I'm going to predict that that will be the sixth blue zone, my friend. <laughs> Thank you very much. God that's, bless that, you. That's the goal, right? We predicted it here on Master Leadership Podcast. I don't mind that as long as I'm healthy and happy. <laughs> that's right. All right. So Raj, when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? I am most hopeful and praying for unity in this country, because there's a lot of political division, division overall. I think this can be healed. I'm optimistic, and I think eventually it will, but I hope that happens soon, and something happens good about environment, because that is causing a lot of stress. Also, because of this pollution, this messes up our metabolism of whatever we eat, And that is why my diet is designed this way, that it goes right to the point where metabolism gets messed up and tries to neutralize what they call as free radicals, which cause inflammation in the body. You're not just hoping because hope is great, but it's not a plan, right? You are doing your part. You're writing books. You're here making sure that people are aware of what's going on. And so I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're most welcome. And my very sincere advice to everyone would be, if you cannot sit for too long for meditation, don't worry. Start with two minutes a day. Just sit down and do as much as you can and then slowly prolong it. But start with a group just to learn the basic method. And then two minutes every day. I think everybody can afford that. And if we all just take that advice collectively, we can change the world. So I agree. And the technique of meditation is in my book. So they can learn right there. (laughs) You know, I need to get some pointers from you because you're really good at marketing. (laughs) All right. So I have a surprise question from one of our former guests. Simon Severino wants to know, what are three things that make you happy on a bad day? What makes me happy on a bad day is living in the present moment. And that is, I immediately remind myself, don't dwell in the past, plan the future well, and then don't worry and live in the present moment and enjoy every moment of it. Secondly, I heard a little story and I memorized it that once a child asked, Grandma, how come people are very jittery and you are always happy? She said, there is a secret. And he said, what is the secret? She said, in everybody's heart, there are two wolves that live there. One is a happy wolf, one is an angry wolf. And if you feed happy thoughts, meaning to the happy wolf, you will be happy all day. And people make a mistake, they feed the angry wolf, so they are angry all day. And there are three people I have told this story and each one has told me that when they get up in the morning, they do this practice and it helps them. So we need to feed that happy wolf. And thirdly, you asked me three things. I sit down for meditation just quietly for a minute and I imagine that somebody whom I love very much 
is whispering in my ear, I love you. And that makes me happy. And I put my right hand over my heart and I say, I love myself. And that makes my day. And I immediately go into good mood. Roger, you saw how I put my hand over my heart when you said that. <laughs> I did. Oh, your energy is so beautiful. I'm feeling your emotions. And thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing it with me. It's quite an honor. God bless you. For you giving me the opportunity and the listeners listening to me, I thank all of them and you. We are certainly blessed today. So as a listener of this podcast, Raj, what's a question that you would like to pose to a future leadership guest? What are you curious about? I will ask the president of a hospital, what are you doing to help the poor to get care in your hospital, those who cannot afford? That's a great question. Thank you so much. Now, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I would like to leave behind two messages. One is that there are four food groups that they should avoid as much as they can. I'm not telling them not to eat because that doesn't work. And those are fried food. Secondly, highly processed meat like salami, bologna, bacon, fairly prepackaged snacks, and fourthly, sugar. Yes. So these things they should avoid and they should eat fruits, vegetables, beans, whole grains, nuts, seeds, all in the book. And if they remember only one thing, that is take as much of antioxidants every day as you can. And these antioxidants are present in fruits, vegetables, beans, whole grains, nuts, seeds. They are present in coffee also, but take only in moderation due to caffeine. They are present in tea also, and green tea is the best. Red wine has it but don't go overboard on wine. It is very toxic to the liver. And lastly, but not the least, which will make everybody happy, chocolate. But remember, happy. <laughs> when you buy chocolate, never buy a chocolate, which has cacao content of less than 60%, preferably above 70% because otherwise there's too much sugar and other things. So buy chocolate with the cacao content of 70% or more and gradually build up. I myself eat half an ounce of dark chocolate with 88% cacao every evening after my dinner and that is my dessert. I love it. Thank you for sharing your lifelong secrets. Again, your book, Healthy Diet and Mindfulness to Prevent Coronary Heart Disease. We can get that on Amazon or on your website, Raj K. Anand, R-A-J-K-A-N-A-N-D.com. Thank you so much for adding value to me and to our listeners. You are a beautiful soul. Thank you very much. And I will end by saying that after going to my podcast, if they have any questions, 
there is my email address feel free to ask me the question and i promise i always answer my email address is rajkanand at icloud.com thank you so much have a great day thank you god bless you and i thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to be with you have a great day in closing here's a quick message Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.